Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go buy a lot of non-alcoholic beer and then make super yachts. I saw I may have sent it to to Alex. I don't know if I sent it to the squad. But there was a video of this yep, yeah, here it is. I did just send it to Alex. I'll send it to the squad now. If you if you watch in the background, you'll see this Japanese woman get hit with the tire cart. Mm-hmm. And, then, oh. and then you'll see her completely like she'll go down and big ups to the cameraman for being very subtle and seeing what happened and keeping that shit in the, in the frame so you can still see what's going on behind while, yeah. inter- while you're not listening to this interview. OK, first watch uh, watch this from P.E. She got smacked. Here, watch it again. She's running up against her brother. Get fucking wrecked. I love that the kids hug each other and try to immediately console one another as it's happening. Afterwards, he's she gets she's up uh, gets up and she's like, "Oh shit!" Did uh, she say, "Oh shit"? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Hard to argue with that. God damn. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> now watch the camera work. Just that little like. Things going forward the next few races. Yeah, I would say. Shift a little to the right. Now tilt the camera back over to. The... Oh, now I'm standing over here. <laughs> It's a good thing it's an interview with Yuki so he doesn't get in the way. Right? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like four people helping this girl with a sprained ankle. She like... got a flat tire by a tire. Oh, yeah. Cart. She by got pitch. wrecked by that, that tire cart, no doubt. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> wrecked. And, and, and you can tell, like, Yuki has no idea what's going on behind him. But the no cam- clue. And the cameraman, like, just, like I said, good on him because he kept that shot in the frame. Like, oh, people at home don't care here's, about this. Here's another one. This one's good. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like Shaq uh, and Pat Ewing going for the rebound. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I was really disappointed. Um, was It must have been yesterday when you sent it that Gabe just, like, bitched out at the last second. Yeah, I think that was... I don't know if I have that one on here saved. I was like, come on, I want to see this kid die. Oh, this is a good one. A couple girls running into each other. Whoa! (laughs) Like, I just just want to know, like, how how is this, uh, although awesome from a a viewing, like, perspective, like... It's not my class, so I don't care. Oh, okay. This is like a. This is the class Gabe is in that you have to watch. Or is, it, is that just a teddy bear hanging from the ceiling? Uh, it's actually a frog. Why? Why did they <laughs> noose up a fucking frog? Nobody knows where it came from, and it just kind of floats around the school like it's. It's just been there for years. It floats around. So you're telling me like that people it, move it. Okay, it just gets moved. That's the this creepiest fucking thing. <laughs> this one's really short, but it's it's good. Ah, oh, yeah. I don't know if I can get it to. Oops, go back. 
All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the, probably the best one. Anyway, good times. Yeah. All right, man. Some, yeah. Are you ready for good ass show? Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show, and he might be too strung out on compliments, overdose on confidence, starting not to give a fuck and stop fearing the consequence, drinking every night because he drank to his accomplishments, faded way too long, he's floating in and out of consciousness. It's that guy over there. It's me. Uh, It's Alex. They keep inviting me back. I keep showing up. Nobody knows why. But as always, I'm introduced by the best to ever do it, the guy who on my screen right over there it's me it's one take jake back in the saddle again it's jewish hamilton behind the wheel ready to rumble and we are joined by the third man in the booth he's over there making his christmas o faces more like a ho 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 face <laughs> oh it's robin it's very good it's very good <laughs> so good what's up oh you know it's hanging out but yeah what do you What's your favorite color? Green. Oh, okay. Me is too. Lippy's car is blue or is green? Lippy's car is green. Billy. Billy likes, likes soda. soda. <laughs> royal blue. The pen is royal blue, and that's your uh, random '90s movies quote from this moment. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the '90s. I, w- I want to have this conversation because it uh, it apparently did not land well via group text. But has any video game IP got as many second chances as Sonic the Hedgehog has? We we discussed it a little bit. I mean... I know, but even you, like, I think it was you that responded was like, oh, I thought you meant just, like, natural spinoffs and stuff. What I'm saying is... Sonic the Hedgehog puts out a shitty fucking game every year and a half. And then every every time something looks remotely cool, the entire gaming industry is like, thank you, Sonic. You fixed yourself. We can't wait. And then that ends up being shitty, too. <laughs> and it just keeps happening over and over. Like, any other game that flubbed it went away. What about... It's, go- it's what gone about, now. What about how about... What about how about Doom? Doom... Doom has Doom. made some dog shit for the past 20 years. Yeah. Doom hasn't made anything for the past 20 years. Go look up. I'm going they to went you Doom. Like... They went Doom, Doom 2, Doom 3, all okay. Doom 64 sucked, and then they came out with Doom 2016 or whatever, and everyone was like, holy shit, this thing's... Id Software has made some shit games. Most of the Quake series were garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd, I'd co-sign uh, that. Yeah, like, there was the, the what was a Rage? Rage could have been good, but was a total letdown. Could have been so good, but was a total letdown. You're warming me up to get talking about Rage. That game was so fucking bad. Like, basically, they took the good elements from, like, three different games, tried to put them all in one game, and then didn't finish any of them. And then they just decided at the end of the game, they're like, oh, hey, you know how uh, there's this big event that's about to happen? That's the end of the game. Nope. Hope hope you had fun. 
The only thing Are there I- really 15 Final Fantasies? Yeah. No. Not even close. There's like 40. That's true. There's what? Final Fantasy 13 has Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2, 13, 3. Final Fantasy 10 had Final Fantasy 10, 2. Like, Final Fantasy 14 is an MMORPG that has so many DLCs that are the equivalent of an entire game that it's crazy. Then you file in all of the Tactics series. You file into the Crystal Chronicles spinoffs. Like, dude, there's like, of, of the Final Fantasies, there's like 100 of them. We've had oh, 100 fuck Final you Fantasies. Said, little kid. But you special yeah, right, a lot. Right? Like, you spe- like Ted Lasso says, uh, I'm like 0 for 7 in that sentence, bud. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. No, there's a billion Final Fantasies. It's crazy. I got I got oh. Final Fantasy 13. Oh. And I was really excited to... Because to, I, I think I like the idea of playing a Final Fantasy game. Like, Because I've gone back and I've played 10. And like I get through about an hour of it and I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like the idea of playing JRPGs, but I don't like reading that much, which mm-hmm. is funny mm-hmm. because I like to read, but just not when I can read. You want to read your video game. Right, right. It's, that, it's I mean, that's different. <laughs> I, I also have uh, the opposite problem. Like when I'm playing Skyrim, like I'll read the dialogue before they're finished saying it. I'm like, next, next. Oh, yeah. Next. Like, oh, yes. Traveler, you need to come up. For... Yes, of course we have the. Why do you need that? <laughs> yeah. I never had that problem. Because you, you, you play Because you uh, can't Call read. Because I can't read. Because you can't oh! read. Boom. It's the, it's the joke from earlier in the group text where he was like, oh, I, I hate being bad at reading. <laughs> so I, I was bringing it back around for the listener who didn't know about our group. They weren't there. They weren't yeah. there. They weren't there. They weren't ready. If you pay $5 on our Patreon, we'll invite you to our group chat. <laughs> Is that is that a thing? I, I think it, it fucking should be. Yeah, uh, maybe a, like now. a view maybe only like member of our group chat. Yeah, maybe like a ten like a ten dollar Patreon fee, and then you're by default signing a waiver that you can't get mad at us for what you see in in the group chat. <laughs> Basically, yeah, the, a pain waiver essentially is what yeah. you're yeah. saying. Like, you're you're signing away liability for you're sure. Sign a non-disclosure agreement. You can't you can't be <laughs> mad at us for being us. I mean, if you listen to the show, you're gonna know, yeah. bro. You're gonna um, know, bro, how it goes. There's very little self-editing on this show. <laughs> Still, there's very little editing on this show. The only the only um, self-editing yeah, that we do sure. is when we talk about the Beavers and we mention how much of the fucking hmm. never mind we hate them never mind we do not like their existence it, that one's really tough because like my instinct is right there yeah tip of the tongue tip of the tip tongue. of the tongue teeth in the lips the teeth in the lips fire that f word it's not the one fat boys <laughs> fat boys are back was it was it childish gambino <laughs> now i want to hear Childish Gambino that was like, you gotta spell it right because I got way more than two G's. Oh. That's a good line. It's also a good line for somebody who got their entire uh, rap name from the internet. Yeah, I mean, that's an awesome way to get your rap name, though. What was like, yours? You're, you're like the intellectual wanderer or something? Intellectual wanderer. Hell yeah. My boy TC is Master Contender, which I thought was badass. That's a good one. 
that's a, I mean, I can't amazing. Remember what mine is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the Wu Tang name generator. Uh, it's oh, oh, what is God. it? It's something. It's something dot me or something like. Yeah, it's well. There's there's Wu Tang Clan dot net. No, it's not that. That's not the. Oh, that's the Wu Tang Wu Tang name for dot me. No. Because that's the one that I just picked. Um. Enter your name. Riza rap name generator. All right, I'm getting the pictures of about a hundred. Mess mess dot b is the one where he got his mess dot b. Which is the which is the mo- the jankiest looking website I've ever been to. If you type in Donald Glover and hit enter the Wu Tang, it comes up as Childish Gambino. Mess dot b is the is the oh. website. Yeah, like that's the one. Keep with going. Alexander Maxwell, intellectual wanderer. R.I.P. Windows Live Messenger. That's what I'm seeing right now at mess dot b e. We are currently reconstructing the site. I'm on. I'm. I'm on it right now. Mess.b. M-E-S-S? M-E-S-S period B-E. Well, you guys are looking for uh, websites. I'm going to go to badfacts.info. 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 But yeah, Alexander Maxwell is the intellectual wanderer on yeah, Mess.b. I don't see that. Hold on. I will. I'm, I'm going to share it. I'm sharing it. He's sharing it. He's sharing it, everybody. Getting Boom, getting shared. Oh, yeah, I see it right there. There it is, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't. There it is, actually. Boom. Is that it? Yep. No. See, I didn't even click on your link. Don't do that one. Mess dot, you said mess.b. That's, yeah, that's, that's what it is on mine. That's what it is on mine. I don't know. I'm just saying if you click the link that I sent in the group chat, which you can pay $10 to be a part of, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Because me- it's mess.b slash blah, 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 blah. There's a bunch of other shit. Yeah, there's other, no, there's other shit. Alex, god damn it. Whatever. Gosh. I, I was, sent the link. I'm the lucky madman. Lucky madman is really good. It's no Jewish Hamilton, but it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's up there. My, the other ah! Word, what you got? Master leader. Master leader. <laughs> Okay. I got okay. from the other one I tried. It gave me Tiger Mad. A little Mad. too white supremacist for me, but <laughs> right. oh, I'll take it. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby for your yes. liking there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, the other one. Listen here, buddy. It gave me a Tiger Mad Mad, and that's no. If you were if you're gonna call me Mad Tiger Mad, like that's that's funny. That mad Tiger Mad. Because your name is Tiger Mad, but you're mad. Yeah. Probably it's your name being Tiger Mad. It'd be Tiger Mad, Tiger Mad. <laughs> mad, Mad, Tiger, Tiger. What? Tiger, bringing up tigers uh, makes me th- realize that I'm re-watching through uh, that you're bad Tiger King. Yeah. Because... They released the second little part of Tiger King, where it's, it's like five or six episodes, all focused on trying to get Joe out of prison. Spoiler alert: and he doesn't get out of jail yet. Yet, according to, according to the information provided by the the additional episodes, season two of Tiger King, uh, it appears as though they are putting together a pretty strong case to allow him to get out, but. 
due to COVID and the general like overwhelming nature of our justice system, it's going to be a little bit before he can get his retrial. That being said, they also released a three-part series focused specifically on that creepy fucking Doc Antle guy from the first season. Oh, they did that? Did they finally release it? Yeah, it came out uh, last last week, Thursday or Friday or something like that. You mentioned that that a couple weeks ago when we talked about it. And it's fi- it's okay. out. I watched all three of those, and that dude is like Scientology level creepy cult mm-hmm. sex predator piece of shit, which we all knew, right? Right. But like right. when you're presented with the evidence of it, you're just like, what the f- ha? What ah meh meh meh? <laughs> like I didn't know how to react. I was so like mad and uncomfortable. Can you respond you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I started watching through like the first season again to see if you could pick like, up on the and any of the the clues. Just just any of the sh- any of the shit, and I realized like how much of like the nuance of it all like I just forgot about. Like yeah. it is such such an outrageous like. A circumstance of events that there's no way you can remember it all and i fucking didn't <laughs> well, uh, to that point right like people are i've heard people say oh well you know tiger king 2 wasn't as good as tiger king 1 i'm like yeah tiger king 2 didn't have a guy walk in the room and blow his brains out on camera just off camera technically Just off but camera. yeah same fucking deal like three people are on camera reacting to it immediately like the, the best meme that came out of that was the face you make when your coworker does a mind blowing trick at work. And he's just like, Oh, I, I, that one is great. That one I saw was amazing. And then, I mean, I, I have to give the honor, honorable mention to, I'm never going to financially recover from this. Where, however that meme got used in anyone's personal life like the fact that like joe exotic went out of his way to put on like the embroidered in like bedazzled bomber jacket right. before before dealing with his employee's arm getting ripped the fuck off right <laughs> the drip don't stop with joe exotic like god damn my, I, I've seen my, I think my brother actually did it. You know how you can do the, um, like the, the debit card covers? Yeah. He got one of Joe yeah. Exotic saying, I'm never going to recover from this. I'll never. <laughs> financially recover from this. I'll never financially recover from this. Swipe. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's so good. I've seen, I've Amazing. seen uh, people on the old TikToks that, um, oh. they're like, they're taking your debit card. Like you send them your debit card, mm-hmm. but then they put the number and the 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 scanner on the back, the, the magnetic strip, and then they put your chip back in it, and it's like a metal card, and they'll design yeah. whatever whatever you want on the front of it. Like yeah. that seems really cool. As long as I don't have to like send them, like you have to send them your card. Yeah. So there's always that little bit of like, can I really trust these guys with my debit no. card? No. No. The answer Hold on, let me answer. No. Let me let me answer you. No. No. Every the everybody answer is fuck. Yeah. The answer, like everyone who has sent their their debit card to be customized, 
was like, holy shit, I got, I paid a hundred dollars for this sweet customized debit card that I immediately had to report stolen. And then the bank sent me that fucking lame normal one again. I, I'm super, damn it. I'm super mad at my bank. Cause I, I did not know this. I was told this, that I have, I have two debit cards, uh, one for my account, one for a joint account. And uh -huh. mine is, looks like a cassette tape. And nice. the other one is a Seahawks card. But as Makes you can sense. see, like it's start, they're starting to get fucked up. Like the the shit's coming off of them. Yeah. And yeah. so what I what I was told and what I discovered is see how there's a like a square right there that's white yeah. in the square. So uh -huh. that that tells you that they were made in the branch. And since they were made in the branch, they just had an image screen printed onto a white plastic card. Instead of okay. what they do at the factory or whatever the fuck you're gonna call it. Where they where they manufacture them and send them to you from the bank, they're like like the side of the Seahawks card is green instead of white, and like there's no square around it, like they just they're just a higher quality of card. And at this point, I'm like, God damn it, do I just everything is locked in to these right. these numbers? But I want I want you to replace the look of my cards. I want you to fix the way my cards look. <laughs> but give me the same numbers. But fix the way my cards look. Do them, do them correct, please. Do do them, do them correct, please. Is a t-shirt. <laughs> no doubt. Just do them correct, please. And then the follow-up shirt is fuck is correct. Fuck is correct. Fuck is correct. Do them correct, please. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> correct. I. I'm actively, and, and it's nowhere near even showing a prototype, but I'm hoping in early 2022, I'm going to have a, a prototype design for a, a legitimate red arrow t-shirt that I am calling carbon fiber confetti. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, if, if it turns out half, if it turns out half as cool as the design in my head, because I'm by no means a graphic designer at all, it's going to be badass. And I think yeah. you guys are going to like it. So that's a little teaser for early January 2022. First, second episode kind of thing. Well, let's call it second, third kind of episode thing. <laughs> might be might be sending out a little a design for the viewers. I need to bring back my Goodnight Universe shirt that i i created because that one yeah. looked, that one was pretty cool like i had a, a that's fresh as hell and it just said good night universe on it and, you know that's it. it if you know you know and if you pay ten dollars to be in the group chat <laughs> you'll you would know definitely know <laughs> you'll hear us you'll and... you'll know a lot more about a lot less <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'll sit there you're like do these guys talk about anything else no. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's pretty no. much it. One of us says something. Yeah. Like here, you guys should buy this. Here, you guys should watch this. Reactions to the things we've purchased and watched. Here's Robin sending seven different pictures of shit that no one cares about. <laughs> here's here's a video of a of a of a kid. <laughs> Knock the fuck out. Not, not, yeah, I was gonna say not just any. It's a it's a totally appropriate. Video of a kid, in case you're now suddenly worried about spending ten dollars on our 
on our group chat. Yeah, you're they're, not, it could they're be funny. It could be this picture. It could be that picture though. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I, I uh, just look up Roman Reigns destroys Stephanie McMahon and then fast forward to seven minutes eleven seconds. Pause. 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 <laughs> Pause. Uh, Pause. Oh my God! The Leonardo DiCaprio video was hilarious. Refresh me. Uh, Alex yeah. sent it yesterday at nine twenty. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, oh, the comedian. The comedian talking about, talking yes. about him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. good. Like the, mean, the true allies are the I was white actors in the racist movie. I immediately thought of Topher Grace in um, Black Klansman. Oh yeah. He was yep. amazing as David Duke. And yeah. it was funny because like I'm I'm working with my dad on a screenplay. And we want my brother to essentially be a racist. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, but you're playing a role, dude. Like, just be Topher yeah. Grace. Acting. Acting. <laughs> Acting. Like I, think that's... We, I think we did that. And he's like, yeah. well, I don't know. Like, dude, but you're, he's like, I can't be mean to Moki, who's the, the name of the, the other individual. I'm like, well, you're not being mean to Moki. You're, your Fuck, I'll do it. Your character is being mean to Moki's character. Like, yeah. And you have Not a redemption you. arc, so shut the fuck also, up. Also, show show your brother literally that stand-up bit. Like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable your brother is being racist to someone. Like, it cannot be as uncomfortable as calling Jamie Foxx and Samuel L. Jackson both the N-word to their faces. Yeah. Like, and Leonardo DiCaprio mm. did it a hundred thousand times over the course of filling Django Unchained. Grabbing Kerry Washington by the hair. And... Yeah. Like, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio was the biggest, most racist piece of shit that could ever he... possibly be imagined. <laughs> and then you imagine that it's like, cut, and he's like, I'm so fucking sorry, man. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, it's like I'm not whoa! doing this for 10 years. <laughs> it's like, they, they actually, <laughs> it, it makes me laugh too because... In all the the press and everything they did after that movie, they're like talking to Samuel Jackson. It's like, uh, Mr. Jackson, like, what is what is your opinion of the use of the N word in this movie? And he's uh, I love like, that clip. And he just goes in. And he's like, go ahead, say it. He's like, you can say it. And say like, it. Say it. And like the the interviewer like looks over at his producer and he's like, No, I'm not going to do gonna that. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Sam keeps on him and he's like, Say it. And then the guy's like, No, you say it. And he's like, It's not the same if I say it. Yeah, I'm right? going to be honest, then, I might oh, be racist so for good. saying this out loud, but if Samuel L. Jackson, to my face in person, told me to say the N-word, I'd, I'd fucking right. from the hip. That's not racist. To, That's, oh, no. Especially if you're if if you're doing it in the form of an interview question. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, if he says, say it, I repeat the question while right. inserting the correct pronunciation, well, the politically enunciation. enunciation, there you go, of the word, like 100%. Yeah. I just do. I don't. Yeah. I mean, to no me, doubt. that's that's journalism. Like sometimes the the unfortunate side of journalism is that it makes us uncomfortable with the things that we right. uncover. I, it was not my choice that I got sent an email the last week I worked at the newspaper about sexual assault with the Philomath football team. I did not. Right. I did not choose that that day. But I woke up and I got to read about some insertions. <laughs> Fuck. 
Damn. Yeah, and meanwhile, like, fuck, this is all, this has happened years ago. It's not like I'm blowing anybody No, and the story's out. out there, because I've read the story. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, the details are out. Yeah, like, the coaches, apparently, like, they treated this football camp thing like a getting away sort of deal. Like, oh, let's go have a retreat, and all the boys will play football, and all the adults will be there, and everything's going to be great, and we'll just have a good old time. Well, all the adults went to the bar. Like oh. all of them, yep. all the coaches went to the bar and left the kids to their, their own devices with small cylindrical objects. And <laughs> they came back and one of the kids is like, you know, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I bet not. Yeah. And so Philomath, as far as I uh, recall, did not have a football season that year. They didn't. And this was coming off of a, like they were top, like they won the state championship in basketball. And they had a top five program coming in the next year in football. Yeah, I think they finished or they were like in the top five this year. They're a solid program, but I mean, they don't have the same guys running as they used to. No, no. Sure hope not. Like (laughs) you can can always tell when something's up when they like bring in an old coach from like 10 years ago to re-coach the program. Like Like, Bob Stoops. You're like, hey, just, you know what? (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. We're like, hey, you know what? Just... Remember how you didn't diddle any of our kids? <laughs> Just, like, continue not diddling them, and we're going to call this a successful year. Oh, man. So that yeah. makes me think of Days Creek and their <laughs> girls, oh, their boy. volleyball team. I'm not going to get into the details, but they had a coach there that had won, like, five state championships and was, like, always around the school. And then in the last two years just disappeared he's gone hmm. I, I found out some of the details uh recently and uh there was some stuff going on plus some embezzlement like three hundred thousand dollars that just disappeared and yeah out of days creek uh-huh like well i mean over over like a lot of years yeah, I mean, it's not like you get, did, you i got get, one piece of the time and it didn't cost yeah, me a dime yeah. Fucking Johnny Cash that shit out. <laughs> Jake's reaction though was like, "It's like, how in the hell does a school with two hundred and fifty thousand dollars not realize three hundred thousand dollars is gone?" That's exactly where my mind went. Well, it it's all like, starts well, when you have a casino seven miles away. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, but if he's taking eight grand a year for. 12, you, you can understand how the math works right, that nobody might right, not notice. Right. It's, yeah, it's the same plot as Superman like, 3. It's like, how did... <laughs> I thought that just involved falling off a horse. Well, ooh. No, that's... that's uh, I got nothing for that one. <laughs> I, couldn't cope with, I couldn't cope with stem cells, man, Aww. fast enough. <laughs> Fuck Christopher Reeves. He wasn't good. Those movies sucked. Who cares? I'm not arguing. Neither am I. I'm just I. saying. Who cares? Ar- nobody's arguing. Nobody is disagreeing with you, Alex. We all enjoy <laughs> Eminem's song. Christopher Reeves. Hey, hey, you guys. I forgot. Nice. You, uh, you guys know who Christopher Reeves wishes he was, right? Christopher Walken. Anybody yep. alive? Oh. Christopher Walken. But, you know, but do, you know who, do you know who he's impersonating now? Chris who? Rock. Oh. oh. I you haven't heard that? I haven't heard that. that. I thought that was the follow-up that everybody knew. That's how I've always been presented that joke, is Christopher Walken, Chris Rock. I've never heard the Chris Rock one. I'm going to have to write that one down. I enjoyed that. Yeah. 
How's that? Very good. You know what? You know what I like most about the war room, Alex? Yes. The, the mattress that's super professional now. No. It's just a gray. It's just gray. It's not that. That that's close, but it's not it. Oh. Okay. It's it's a fact that you just like you know what? I'm not gonna move this desk. Fuck it. Uh. So. That, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to do it by myself, and. That's what she said. It's hey. it's it's hard. It's it's hard to convince. The only legitimate assistance that I can have to like assist. So, yeah, the TV's supposed to go away. The TV's supposed to go away too. It's it's a whole thing. When the transition finally happens, it's gonna be an awesome new war room. Um, but can't do it alone, guys. And I'm all alone. He's I'm all alone. So very alone. Like donkey. I'm alone. You got no one to But you gotta have friends. I don't. I don't have those. I don't have oh, those. Okay. Well, you do. They're just far away. Did you guys watch any uh, racing this weekend? What's racing? I don't know, but I'm gonna take my headphones off for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna plant the seed. I'm gonna water it. And I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away. I have the utmost respect for Lewis Hamilton and the accomplishments that he has had through his Formula One racing career. I do truly believe he is the greatest of all time. And I think that he is on like he's on the the trajectory to be like a Wayne Gretzky level of greatness of like just so untouchable. People don't even make analogies to Wayne Gretzky anymore because it's, it's not the same. Yeah. Like you make, you make LeBron might be as good as Michael Jordan. And you're like, yeah, Michael Jordan's considered the greatest, but like statistically he doesn't have the most steals and he doesn't have the most assists and he doesn't even have the most championships by a play. Right. So there's all these things where he's Lewis Hamilton has all of it, all the records, all of them. It's not close. And I, but Lewis Hamilton fans whom like, Malone is categorized it can all fuck off yeah <laughs> like Lewis Hamilton fa- first of all, first of all let, before you get into that oh, yes okay the the arrogance that Hamilton fans carry with them at all times yes is too much for me to handle like even to the point that I'm standing there having a conversation with you mm-hmm. and you are having a conversation with my kid and you're like hey who do you think is going to win this week Max right and you go for a little fist bump Little fist bump. We're both Max fans. Yeah. Little fist bump. Little camaraderie. And, and over the top. Here, here comes here comes pre post Malone. No 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 no. That's not how it's gonna happen. That's not how it's gonna happen. Not in this house. Not in this house. No no no. Nope 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 nope. nope. This is a Hamilton house. Nope 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 nope. I'm like, when I when I asked you, I'll get your opinion. Dude, it was <laughs> it like I spend I spend every race week being told that if I talk about Max winning again, divorce is the only option. Man, and I, I mean, feel like I'm not, I'm not the only house. How have you not house. had that conversation every week since then? 
Go make a shirt instead. <laughs> go make a shirt instead. She could even print it for you. Wait, go make a shirt instead is a shirt idea. <laughs> I'm that down. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> but it's like I I've never the 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 most ironic part of it is the arrogance that we're talking about within a Lewis Hamilton fan is the same arrogance that they will absolutely lambast Max Verstappen for having. Mm -hmm. They'll say, oh, my God, Max Verstappen is is a 24-year-old punk who doesn't understand how the world works. All he does when he gets out of – all he does when he gets out of the car, he wins his first championship, and he talks about how hard he worked and how great he drove and how he was so awesome. Hey, if it's if it's so easy, get someone else to do it. If it's so easy, you fucking do it. Oh, I understand that Lewis Hamilton has won seven world titles. Get in there, Lewis. What a way to win your seventh world title. And I was stoked when he did it. As a Max Verstappen fan, as a Red Bull fan, I was so happy to watch the Turkish Grand Prix and watch Lewis Hamilton tie schumacher's record hell yeah that's what i'm talking banana about. bread this at work bro great. dude this was so <laughs> awesome he drove great it was a wonderful season right in spite of covid and delays and all the stuff it turned out i was so happy so happy and when whatever it was 36 year old lewis got out of the car he said oh my god thank you so much for all the help and support i love the fans i love the guys who work at the factory i love everybody who went into building this car so i could be lucky enough to drive it right but i guarantee you if you go back to 2008 when Lewis Hamilton, in his sophomore year of driving Formula One, being the youngest driver ever to win a Formula One World Drivers Champion at the time that he won it, probably said something along the lines of, like, I worked really hard for this, and I'm really happy for me. That was a real easy way to check. Yeah, but you know who won't check? You know who won't check? 2021 Lewis Hamilton fans and Robin. And Robin. But Robin doesn't give a shit. Wait, they don't want to know the answer. That's it's the different. name of this episode. 2021 <laughs> F1 fans and Robin. And Robin. Like, it's like, I, I don't blame a 24-year-old kid for being really fucking excited for being the greatest. Like, in that moment, the best to ever, to, to, to do something. Yeah. He proved over 22 races that he was the best person to grab a steering wheel and put his foot on a pedal in Formula One, period. He did it. He also stepped on the brake a few times, to be fair. I mean, not as much as anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I mean, he's aggressive. He's aggressive. I saw I saw <laughs> the statistic that, that Max led more laps than, like, 11 other drivers on the grid combined. He literally... He, he he led more laps combined than the rest of the field. Okay, combined. was it the rest of the field? Here, yeah, nineteen other drivers combined. He led more laps. Well, twenty. Period. He, Kibitza. Right, that's true. They did have they did have the sub for Kimmy all season or just right. that race. Just that one this race. season. Wow. Oh, the substitution for Kimmy was two races, but Max combined over twenty two races, led more laps than the other 
20 drivers this season combined. And keep in mind, Kibitza still finished ahead in the in the driver standings ahead of Nikita Mazepin. That's true. Mazepin didn't so, finish better than last in any race. <laughs> yeah, the the only people Mazepin finished higher than were those who did not finish. <laughs> better than last would be a good band name. That is a, That's great, a great band, band name. name, especially if you're not the headliner. <laughs> yeah. But then it becomes even funnier for your fans when you become right. the headliner. <laughs> and then you're like, no, 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 we are better than last. Those guys suck. <laughs> and then you're allowed to be arrogant. Which Lewis Hamilton has never done in his whole life ever, no matter Not what. once. Never well, I... one time. One thing that's funny to me is like I went and saw my buddy's band in a bar a couple months back. And it's really interesting to me to see like the differences in bar bands. And I'm not talking about like, oh, here they are. Like, how do they sound? Like the way they present themselves on stage, the way they interact with one another, the way they interact with the crowd. Like it's complete. Like you can tell a bar band that's been doing it for a long time. And you can tell a band of guys that have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And, like, you could see in the show that we went to, like, the first group, they, like, everything was loud as fuck. You couldn't make out anything that was happening. So you're all sitting, like, next to each other in your in your booth, like, hey, can you hear what I'm saying right now? And like, no. No. Oh, my deal went off. That fell. Gotta, sa- gotta save so. the microphone. You got Save it. Saving it. Save it. Saving it. Saved it. We'll bring this bad boy right back over there like that. Right. Oh. Nope, didn't didn't save didn't save the filter, just the mic. Mic save, filter not. Oh, that's not the right way to do that. Uh-uh. Welcome, Other way, right? Welcome tidy. to readjusting my mic with Alex and Jake. <laughs> oh, that'll do nicely. That'll do. Oh, not see now that's loose. That'll do, donkey. That'll do. That's our uh, second Shrek reference. I was going to say that, too. That should be the title of the Second episode. Shrek reference? Yeah. <laughs> I'll write it down. Dude, what's wrong with what's wrong with Shrek references? That first Shrek is... A, that's a solid movie. Shrek it really is, funny. is. I think... I feel like Shrek gets a little bit of a bad name because of their... <laughs> Sorry, I could... I, I thought of... Shrek is money, and it made me think of Eddie Money, and I was like, in my head, combining Shrek and Eddie Money. I'm not doing it for the money, I'm doing doing it for you. (laughs) Bro, your name's Eddie Money. So, Shrek, I I feel like some of that movie um, gets a bad rap because of Smash Mouth's like somebody once yeah. told me, told the, me world. the world is gonna roll me yeah. I ain't no, uh, 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 uh. and you know in 97 I'm, I'm just gonna say this walking on the sun by smash mouth in 97 that's a banger isn't that a cover is it I'm pretty sure, i thought that was a cover i'm a believer is but i'm a believer is definitely a cover walking yeah. on the sun is then I saw her face. Bum, 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 bum. I'm a believer. Uh, smash free. mouth covers. Hey now, you ever noticed that? What song were we looking up? We're looking for uh, walking, walking on, on the, the sun. sun. 97. Might as well be walking on the sun. Uh, 
No, nope. It does not appear to be a cover. Yeah, about, then the morning comes. Is that a cover? I feel like I feel like this. I got like uh, I got Tom Segura's dadded by that, and somebody once told me that that was a cover, and but I the just the world is gonna roll him. you. It ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Sorry. I certainly am not the sharpest tool in the shed. If I just believe some random chode that Walking on the Sun was a cover, hey, and I think I've know, spent twenty you know years. How I feel with the whole Qatar cutter thing. Like I just like. I listened to a podcast and Eric Bischoff was like, yeah, I just got back. And when you're living there, this is the way they pronounce it. I was like, okay, Eric Bischoff, you just got back from there. I'll just cede to your knowledge on the topic. Then I try to use it. I sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Eric Bischoff is the moral of every story. That's true. If it, Hey, you know how you can tell Eric Bischoff is lying? Because he's talking. His mouth he's is alive. Moving. His lips are moving. Yeah. I wouldn't trust him if his tongue was notarized. I wouldn't I I wouldn't trust that he was dead if I was the one who fucking killed him. <laughs> He's like, I'm back. <laughs> and better than ever. It was a work the whole time. Gotcha, and get this. I signed the contract releasing him from the contract that I signed the contract for him to release from. So it was really my idea that he fucked me in the ass. And better than ever. Eric I'm the guy who's watched fucking like 18 episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, and I hate Eric Bischoff probably more than anyone else on the planet. Oh, except fucking for hate uh, that guy. Vince Russo. Vince Russo is not a fan. Nope. Yeah. But, but even Vince Russo's like, listen, guys, we know how I feel about Bischoff. Maxwell's close. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what? There's a lot of people that hate me, bro. There's a lot of people that hate me. You take you take your Jim Cornettes, you take him, you take your Eric Bischoffs, all right, you take them, you you, 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 you get your, your guys like Taz, you get them on here, they start talking, bro. Bro, let me tell you, bro, this is my podcast, and I'm here, and I'm within the ropes with Vince Russo, bro, and we're going to talk about the way that the business should be fixed, bro, and Eric Bischoff, he don't know shit, okay? Can I ask one question, Vince? R- I, real quick. I wish you uh, would. Um, what's a podcast? A pro a podcast. What's a podcast? <laughs> that was the best pronunciation of that ever. Podcast. Spot on. This is back to v- Doc Rivers' kid. Do- but- Doc Rivers' kid. Yeah. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I get a home run. Every once in a while, Eric Bischoff hit a home run, and it was every time it was somebody else's fucking idea. Every every single time he came up with bringing it wasn't the, uh, his at bat. Yeah, every, yeah. Like, hey, I got this. I got this. I know what he's gonna throw next because I've the been only, watching. The only way that Eric Bischoff gets a career home run is if like pinch hitting counts for you, the player who isn't right. hitting at the moment. Like every single time we called somebody else to swing the bat for you, and they did well. If you got those stats, that's how Eric Bischoff got stats. Well, nice you, stats, no stats. If you really nice stats, no stats. Stat, if you really listen, like, read between the lines of what he has to say, it's all the same thing. Basically, he got lucky. He talked to what? Ted. He talked to Ted Turner, and he and they're like, he's like, well, what do you need to make this thing successful? And he's like, uh, give me prime time. He just threw it out there, just like, I put it on prime time. And Ted Turner's like, okay. My network. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Now what do you need? $70 billion. Okay. Next. Like, I w- yep. Yeah. 
And, well, and then Eric Bischoff, like, it's funny that both Bischoff and McMahon celebrate WWF buying WCW the exact same way. It's bizarre. How do they both win? Because if you ask either one of them, they both won. Right. How, how do you, that Lewis Hamilton right now is going like, hey, guys, I won the World Drivers Championship. Just ask. Right. I won it. Right. Like, because I like let him, I let him pass me because I knew it was best for the sport's growth that we get another champion. So like, so I'm, I'm really the winner. Like Max gets the trophy and can change his number to number one next season because he's the champion. But like, I'm. I'm also the champion because I let him for the growth of the sport. Hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Like, because, well, what it really comes down to is he's still on WWE payroll. So he has to make it sound like it was the greatest idea that ever happened to anybody ever that he had definitely had something to do with. I mean, you know what? It pains me to say it, but as an NFL owner, which I am now, uh, Wait, I mean, you better not be saying anything untoward about the league. No, what I was going to say is that bringing in the replacement refs was the right call, given the circumstance of how the season started. And I'm very pleased that we were able to rectify the union agreement with the refs yep. and get them back on the field uh, to, to complete the season. Like, I really thought the NFL handled that very well. How do you feel they handled the final play of the uh, Packers <laughs> versus Seahawks? I mean, that, of that same season. As as a joint owner of the Green Bay Packers, I I would be I would be remiss to say I wasn't disappointed in the outcome of the game officially, but I understand given the circumstance of the game that the call was made and that is the the you know, the outcome we have to live with. Man, how much did that hurt? I want to talk about it. <laughs> I, all, I, all I remember from, like, I remember watching that game with my grandpa, and as soon as the play ended, I, my phone is ringing, and it's you. And, like, it's immediately, immediately at the conclusion of this game, my phone is ringing, and I pick it up, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> I literally, I was at my parents' house. We on spent Whip an Wire hour Rain. and a half on the phone. We spent an hour and a half, and the entirety of those ninety minutes, I spent walking to River Road from my my parents' house up Wickwire Lane, and then back to the Wickwire's driveway. The which whole is past road. My, the whole road, like a dozen. I mean, it's not that long of a road, but like I'm just outside. I was also season, outside, which in Oregon is not the most comfortable weather to be in. It's like mid. But I was just, I was just pacing up and down this probably half a mile road, just over and over and over again for 90 minutes on the phone with Jake talking about how um just you know it it was exactly the outcome that needed to to come out of that game. I was like, yep. And the final score was what? Oh. As a, as an NFL owner, I don't I don't need to report that figure. People people are allowed to use Google. They can look it up if they want to. They can look it up. Just <laughs> just Google the old fail Mary. I, I do I do like that the the name of the play is a fail Mary, and yet it is celebrated as a success. It's the Eric Bischoff of football. Huh. The Eric Bischoff of football is the name of his <laughs> that, that is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Cheers! I, I don't know why, but I, I feel like any time Alex high pitch laughs, like that, it sets off the sheesh. Yeah, it does. It has to. It has to. I mean, if there's one thing I contribute to the show, it's a high pitched laughter that sets off the sheesh. Oh. Name. Yeah, you're you're also part of the part of the name. You contributed that. Did that's true. So you you talk about how Wayne Gretzky. Um, people don't really make comparisons to him any longer. Well. Okay. I don't been, think they ever did. I've been playing MLB The Show 21, and I'll have Uh-oh. you I'll have you know I have the Wayne Gretzky of baseball. The the Wayne Gretzky of of baseball yeah. is is something in my head that I can't understand. Well, first of all, his <laughs> name is Jake Tabor because this is a, I can finally have my name in a video game. Like I've only been waiting <laughs> since I heard I was... Blades of Steel go Blades of Steel. Like, oh, it'd be so cool to hear my name in a video game. It was very cool when I played like seven minutes of the show 2020 that Alexander and Maxwell were both available names. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. So I, yeah, I get that. So because baseball is boring as shit, I have. Oh, is it? Yeah, I have created I've never watched. my own storyline, right? Because it's still it's still fun to hit dingers, like that's still cool. And so I okay. created I created a the storyline for the baseball player Jake Tabor, who got signed by the Boston Red Sox. Boo! Immediately hated it in Boston. Took him to a World Boo! Series. They couldn't get it done. I you know led the league in home runs that year and everything else. And so I was like, well, you guys aren't going to win without me. You're de- and you're not going to win with me. So I'm fucking out of here. So spent six years in arbitration with the fucking Boston Red Sox because they're like, we want to pay you $1.6 million a year. I'm like, I set the record for most home runs in a season. You give me what I ask for. And then it'd go to arbitration and baseball was like, he set the record for home runs last year. You give him what he asked for. And so I had to do that over and over until I'm just demand a trade, demand a trade, demand a trade. Like the agent calls up, hey, just wanted to check in, see how things are going. Fuck Boston. I want out. <laughs> like I will change positions. You remember I came into the league as a left fielder and now I'm playing first base. Put me back in left field. I'll play anywhere. That's not Boston. Give <laughs> me the fuck out of here. So they trade me to the Dodgers. We Boo! win. We win the World Series. Boo! I won the... This is how bad the Red Sox were. I won World Series MVP in a losing effort. Yikes. Yeah. In like a six-game losing effort. (laughs) Like not even game seven. Oh, something crazy happened. No, we got our asses walked over. So then I'm I'm like, okay, I'm holding a press conference, everybody. It's time for the big free agency press conference. I I did the decision, (laughs) but only better. Instead of getting on there and saying, I'm taking my talents to South Beach, I was like, look, I'll sign with anybody, but you got to be a contender, and you got to be aware, I'm going to have the single greatest season batting in the history of the game. <laughs> I am going to Triple set, crown. I'm going to Triple set the, crown. the hits record. I'm going to set the RBIs record. I'm going to set the stolen base record, and I'm going to set the home run record. Like It's going to be the greatest thing you've ever seen, and you want that to happen in your city, don't you? You want me on your team. You want me you on need that me team. On you need team. me on that team. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just finished the season with 88 home runs, breaking my original record of 83. Uh, 
297 <laughs> hits, hitting 440 with 230 RBIs and 135 stolen bases. So I did all those things. I had the single greatest uh, season in baseball history. We won 100 games, and now we're 2-2 two and two in the Divisional Series with the, the do-or-die game happening against the fucking Rockies. And if we lose that, I'm just uninstalling the shit. Like, I'm, I'm going to retire... <laughs> Retire going out with the best season ever. If it can't bring me a, a chip in that last year, I mean, I guess I already put one in the water. I'm not worried about it. That's when you know a game sucks. They're like, hey, I'm going to let you be breaking every fucking record we have, but your team's still going to be questionable right. at best. It's it's almost like they, they reverse rubber band it because behind me for the entire season, I had a guy who was a 96 overall hitting behind me, and he hit like, 178 with runners in scoring position, which I always was. Because if I got on first, guess what happened next? Stolen base. Stolen base. So guess what? I'm in scoring position. I even stole third every time. I'm like, dude, just put the ball in play. Just hit the ball. <laughs> just hit it somewhere. Just hit it somewhere. And I'm going to score. Nope. Strike Wait, out. hold on. This is this is where we discover how little Alex knows or gives a shit about baseball. Second base is considered scoring position. There is only one base where you're not in scoring position. It shouldn't uh-huh. even be a fucking stat then. The fact that anything is broken down two-thirds of the time is what goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Welcome to baseball. Welcome to baseball. Baseball is so dumb. You'll you'll see though it's it's really interesting the splits you'll see guys that they're like oh yeah he's hitting three hundred and they're like how's he hitting with runners in scoring position oh not good <laughs> he's like one for this year <laughs> me I hit four fifty with runners in scoring position I hit four seventy without them in scoring position so I hate baseball dun, dun. it's a dumb fucking sport. Because if you hit a single, that guy can score from second pretty pretty commonly. Especially if you hit it away. Yeah. Which, or if you just hit makes, it over the wall, everybody scores. I just legitimately thought this whole time that runners in scoring position was third base. Because obviously a single is the most commonly hit hit. See, they wouldn't call it runners in scoring position, though, if it were just anybody on third. Like they would just say, there's, you know, be on third. I get, I, baseball's dumb. That's Again, the point yeah. of this. Yeah, baseball, like, uh, like, third base is not needed in baseball. It's really not. Like, all it does is add another runner and make it a diamond. That's all the, because you, if you get a single uh, with a guy on second base, he's going to score. Or if you yeah. get a single with a guy on third base, he's going to score. Like, what's what's the point? Hear me out on this. I wish I wouldn't. Cancel baseball. I'm in. <laughs> just in They're just, trying to. Just, yeah. just 100% like cancel baseball. There's no reason for for Bryce Harper to suck dick cheese in Philadelphia making $300 million. There's no reason yeah, for anyone. He was one of the uh, – like that's the other thing. He was the only other all-star. You tell me we won 100 games and we have two all-stars on the team, me you know and another guy. You know who's you know what's hilarious? Everyone's talked about how great Mike Trout is at getting injured. Like finish a it's like it's like listening to people talk about how good JJ Watt is. I don't know, play 16 games, you fucking worthless fuck. Get there. Like, oh my god, he had 12 sacks in 8 games. Uh-huh. That's half a season. 
he should have 24 sacks then. And he never did. What about like, do you remember when um, Khalil Mack got traded then had like the most dominant half of sports in like anyone's life ever? Yeah, and then it was literally against, nothing? it was literally against the Green Bay Packers. They were up 24 to three at halftime. Khalil Mack had four sacks, two forced fumbles, an interception and a touchdown. And on the sideline, at the end of the second quarter, there is a clip of him that I'm sure we could look up and find on YouTube if we search hard enough, where he is yelling loud enough that the camera mic picked up him saying, and I quote, this is what y'all pay me for. This is why I'm here. This is what y'all paid me for. And he's giving high fives to everybody. And then Aaron Rodgers on one fucking leg came out in the second half and scored 24 points and beat them. And Aaron Rodgers looked at the camera, and what he said was, I think that's why they brought me here. And he walked <laughs> off the fucking field. And you know what Khalil Mack has done for the rest of his career since then? Nothing. Cash some fucking checks. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. Do I want Khalil Mack on my team? 100%. Do I think that he's effective where he's at? No one is in Chicago. Fucking I hope they tie up all their money. Give give Justin Fields a billion year contract, Scientology <laughs> contract for Justin Fields. I want him to get double Patrick Mahomes money. Justin, Fuck yeah. Justin Fields is the new Jay Cutler for you, isn't he? Every every Bears quarterback is the new Jay Cutler for me because they're all <laughs> fucking true. garbage, and I hope they just dump money on him. Oh, when they what, dude? Mitchell Trubisky was mm, chef's oh, kiss. Oh, so sexy. Oh. Oh, so he won. He when he took him to the playoffs, and they were like, "Oh my God, let's give him an extension." I was like, "Yes, please do, please, please do, please Isn't give it... him an extension in a season where Aaron Rodgers missed six games because he broke his collarbone again." Please, please overpay your quarterback because the Packers underperformed. Oh, thank you so much. Isn't it funny how like <laughs> we can view like our rival team and say, "Oh, you fucked that one up," and just like watch it happen. It, like with with Oregon State's basketball team, like they got hot, they rode the hot hand and made it to the Elite Eight out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and they were they were supposed to be a middle of the road nobody team, and then they're like, okay, well we should really get rid of this coach Wayne Tinkle. He's not that good. Oh, he took us to Elite Eight. Extend him. Oh, he's not. That was just that guy who was playing. He's still not that good. He's still oh, not that he's good. Still bad. He's, he's still bad. His son isn't even here any longer. Can, for the can we get that Obama brother guy again? Can, can we get that <laughs> guy back? Is he available? I don't think in 2021 three white guys can have a <laughs> podcast episode called Can We Get Obama's Brother Back? But if we could, we would. If we could, we would. <laughs> like, I, re- I remember that that being a whole thing. Like, you want to come hear Michelle Obama speak at my graduation? No, but I'll come see you graduate. All right. <laughs> They'll wear Oregon shit the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I'll go, but whatever. What? I'm not gonna <laughs> like it. I'm not gonna like it. I could I, be somewhere else being drunk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look wanna, for the snipers. <laughs> I just want to know, like, I just want to know what the opposite, right? You talk about like how we can view our rivals who suck and be like, oh, you guys screwed that up, right? Like, I look at the Bears. You go back to Jay Cutler, right? They signed him. They signed him to a normal contract and they just tried to extend him and bring it out like eight years or something. And it was like a $200 million contract in total money, which was unheard of at the time. And 
as a Packer fan and now owner, I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you just signed a check for $200 million of mediocrity. I'm so excited, right? But what does a Bear fan think when they have to look at, like, the Packers going from back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks who have consistently won double-digit games and gotten to the playoff and fighting chances at going to and being in Super Bowls? Like, do they sit back and go like, ah, betcha Rodgers blows it this year. Check it out. He's only through for 300 yards and, and – four touchdowns and and but he had an interception that I was would a, say that was a tipped pass that I, that I actually wasn't his fault C Corvallis yeah. and Seattle I, here's here's what I would say they're like oh all if he's so good how come he's only one one oh uh, I, I actually I got a defense from someone who hasn't won any I got it doesn't chirp, make any sense yeah it doesn't make any sense it also doesn't make any dollars for anybody but the players <laughs> Like I got to I got to chirp at my dad a little bit this last weekend because he was watching the the chefs play against the Raiders. The Raiders. I thought you were making, sorry, hold on, hold on, time out. I thought you were making jokes about the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl when no. you said something about the Bavers. That's the real fucking yeah. bowl they're going to. I use I I went and There's I did a Jimmy my research. Kimmel bowl. I figured out what bowl they were probably going to go to and I used it in my shit talk. I thought you were making that nope. shit up. I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, go have fun in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Like, oh, we'll see uh, what bowl we're going to play. Fuck. Because I know they don't know either. <laughs> they don't. So I mean. Uh, I, so my dad's sitting there. He's watching sorry. the game. And he's like, yeah, you know, my friend, he's a Raiders fan. Anytime the Chiefs do something bad, he's right in my inbox letting me know about it. I'm like, yeah, sounds a lot like a Beaver fan. <laughs> so, like, they, like, and, like, I, I had the floor for a solid 30 seconds. I'm like, let's get this out as quickly as we can. I was like. Oregon State fans care more about Oregon losing than they care about Oregon State winning. That's a factual statement, and you can't argue. It's true. It's no true. denying it. And he's like, I'm like, it's the same way with the Raiders and the Chiefs. So you're just on this side of the argument. You're on the other side of the other time. That's that's why yeah. I don't. That's why there I don't, it is. I'm like, that's why I don't sweat you shit talking me. I don't sweat you calling me the day the coach gets signed away. I'm like I know why you're calling. You don't you don't want to talk to me about what's going on. Like I know why you're calling. I can screen that you, call. You don't you don't want to talk about how you have an aggressively mediocre head coach that will <laughs> literally amount to Kevin nothing Smith! ever. You want to talk about how our probably aggressively mediocre coach is leaving. Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to go to Corvallis. That the last guy left in the middle of the season because it was so fucking shitty. Well, he also had a pattern of just bailing. Okay, but you were dumb enough to bring him in and think he wasn't going to bail on you too. So now you can't get a good coach and you can't even assess a good coach. <laughs> and you you get do a little for... scouting there, big guy. They're not very good. They're not very. They're good. not very good. But this show's been very good. And these people, they could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're all over the internet at badfacts.info. Badfacts.info. To me, it looked like you guys leaned in the same direction when that happened. It was beautiful. Uh, Tell me why. Ain't nothing but <laughs> no, that, that, that bit in Ted Lasso when they do the bye-bye-bye, that, that was pretty good. <laughs> I've completed it. Every bit. Great show. I've completed it. Ted Lasso's missing. You have? Yeah, I'm. I'm. 
I thought I thought me talking about West Ham being the the big bad at the at the end of oh, season yeah, two. Oh yeah, you did talk about. It. I I now remember that. Yep, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. West Ham. I blow bubbles. Bubbles but for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake. Good night, universe. That is a podcast. Go ducks. Go ducks. Let's go ducks. The ghost. 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 The The beavers. The beavers Yo, never wait, how do you do? You, you t- <laughs> Poor kid. The fuck ah! kid. Yeah, there it is. Use down. Yeah. Use down. All right. All right, boys. Later, boys. Later. Bye, boys.